Chris from Gnome Surf, you're back. Welcome to the podcast, sir. How's it going, Rich? It's going good. I miss you, but not as bad as I used to because with COVID, there was like a gap and things got yep. crazy. It was all yep. weird. Remember when you came back, you were like the first recording we did after COVID yep. ended, but we had to like sit far apart and didn't far know apart. who had the cooties and all that. Yeah. It's nice to see you back. Yeah, no more germs this time. We're good. <laughs> so I want to know about your personal wave count and injury situation. Yeah, I mean, we're surfing with over 3,000 kids back home. I do over like 800 lessons myself. Um, so there's some wear and tear on my shoulders and elbows. How bad is the news? Let's just get it over with. Uh, it's just a little bit of a rotator cuff injury. So I'm just trying to, you know, rehab it, take it slow. Not trying to get out on the, the big heavy stuff just yet. Um, just trying to get it ready to go from when I'm back in February and we're hosting like four families here. That brings us to the next question. How's Happy Camp uh, doing? Happy Camp is great. I mean, the construction is finally completed, but as everyone here in Osara knows, that construction is never finally completed. Uh, so there's just a few little things that we're nailing down, but other than that, we're ready to rock and roll. Um, hey, in case somebody hasn't seen or knows you from previous, yep. we probably should do like a quick quick intro to what is happy camp and what the goal there is yeah so happy camp uh is associated with our uh nonprofit surf therapy organization called gnome surf uh we're a 501c3 nonprofit surf therapy organization that uh whose mission is to create a culture shift towards inclusion acceptance diversity and equality and we do that through surf therapy for kids with autism down syndrome adhd depression and anxiety and what Happy Camp is, is our destination getaway wellness retreat uh, for families back home. So we bring them from the U.S. here uh, to just get away from their everyday struggle um, and just get, you know, some rest, relaxation, so on and so forth. Got it. And again, tell people where home is for you back home. Home, home is, used to be a beach in Rhode Island, um, but now we've expanded to uh, Massachusetts. And we're, we're in about five different beaches, but families are coming from York, Texas, Florida, to Rhode Island to surf with us. And we're actually gonna do our first travel event over to Texas uh, in Port Aransas um, in May of next year. And hey, that's not really a small distance. That's that's far. That's yeah. something. It's, uh, I mean, it's closer to, to Nosara than it is to me. So, yeah. Wow. All right. So what about you personally? Before we get into all these awesome things that have been happening with Noam, personally, again, I always ask how you pull it off from the from going back from banking and investment banker to Noam being your passion and your true purpose. But you still got to find a way to make this flow. You've raised money. You've had notable people donate. You're getting more and more well known. If you're going from Rhode Island and Massachusetts to Texas, that's a lot different than just New York to Rhode Island, like yep. obviously stuff's happening for you. Yep. How are you doing though? Like what, what's your jobby job so that you can still eat and still survive and pay for happy camps and yeah. things like that? Uh, I've had to move away from banking just because the surf ther therapy program's gotten too big and it's just too much, you know, corporate level stuff. So I've decided to become a firefighter. Um, I'm a firefighter back home now. and uh, So you're in, that's set, that's, that's rolling. It. Yeah, I'm a firefighter. Ah, so your schedule, you're a smart man. Yes, yes. Uh, I mean, a lot of people think that, you know, firefighters, you just like kind of sit by the firehouse. But uh, since June, when I completed the academy, I've already been in like seven large structure fires. So 
it, you know, we're not just sitting back, but um, I'm glad because it, you know, it works well with the surf therapy and it, it, it helps. Wow. All right. So you're a firefighter now. Yep. Well, shout out for that. So you're doing service with your day job that pays your bills and pays for happy camp. Mm -hmm. And also Noam is doing its service level. So let's jump right into, as we record this, what are you doing here right now? And what are you about to be doing here? And how the heck is Noam doing with publicity and marketing and such back home? Just fill us in on all that. Please. Yeah. I mean, Noam is, I, it couldn't be healthier. It's, it's great. Uh, we were just on uh, PBS national news hour. Um, nice. Congratulations, that's yeah, huge. Yeah, the Good News Movement on Instagram, which has about 4 million plus followers, just uh, posted about us. Uh, we've picked up some more corporate sponsors, um, foundations. We've grown to a sustainable level where Gnome is not going anywhere anytime soon. How's that feel um, for you, if you don't mind me It feels like a major weight lifted off my chest. Um, when I arrived here in Osara, uh, in 2019 in bought land, um, you know, we were roughly servicing two to 400 families and, and fast forward to today, we're servicing 3000 families. Um, we were a much smaller organization, barely meeting our expenses, uh, true nonprofit. And now we have excess, uh, where we're actually looking to build, uh, a camp back home which we sort of pioneered here, the proof of concept back home so families can travel from all over the US and meet us in Rhode Island as well. So, so it's not just happy camp, big happy camps like you're doing here, you're yeah. having many versions of it that yeah. are springing up. Back yeah, here. more of like a glam camp style, not as like luxury based, but um, where families can stay and build community. And, and that's what Gnome Surf is truly all about is this community that we're giving our families where they can find friendships, healing, support network through surfing. Um, Pause for a second. I have yeah. a question for you. You don't have to answer this, but it's something I think about. Every, I think about you a lot because, well, you're so Why, good at marketing. You. <laughs> you're so good at, it's not because of your awesome good looks. It's because I, I like, I like what I, I just, well, I do like you, but I like, I like what you're doing and you know that, but it's also very confusing. Uh, it's very confusing mm -hmm. because surfing has a bad reputation, then it became cool, then it started getting popular. Now surf is mainstream. Yep. Like when I was a kid, heck, not even a kid, when I was in college driving around with a longboard on top of my car, my dad would like tell me, dude, you gotta take that down. Like, yep. you can't let people think you're a surfer. Yep. What's wrong with you? I'm like, I thought I was cool. Yep. But like, it was like, I don't know how to describe it, but surfing wasn't socially accepted as you're doing something good. That was a, a stoner loser type activity. Yep. Um, and you weren't being productive and the people who were had their act together weren't surfers. Yep. Now that's a big reason I moved here. When I visited 99, that was the first time I saw a place where high end people or, or people who were go getters were surfing. And from that day, I decided I wanted to move here. And otherwise I'd have been a grumpy investment maker per person like you. <laughs> yeah. So. Fast forward from you being an investment banker to starting Gnome to struggling to the Costa Rica was just a pipe dream. Happy camp was this idea, but I'm going to try to make it happen. It's like risk after risk and you're kind of falling. It's almost like you're falling, dropping in on a wave, but you got to hope that you get your feet in place in time to ride this thing out. Yeah. Well, you're way down the wave now, man. Yeah. Surfing is now super mainstream. 
you have all this momentum, you're on PBS for goodness sakes is talking about you. You're like busting this stuff through and I'm trying to get all this out because from here, it's so interesting to watch. Yep. And, and that's kind of the trajectory that, that we've had as well in, in surfing in general. Like it was super tough to tell our story. In the beginning, foundations were like, well, you're just surfing and that's like kind of like a luxury for the kids and it's just fun. Um, but we've been doing the research since day one and through that research, we found that this is much more than just surfing. And what we're truly doing is teaching these kids how to fall off and get back up again. And that's translating into every part of their life and they're having an easier time building friendships. They're having an easier time sleeping. They're happier. Uh, they're more self-confident. And my job is to keep telling that story of how surfing is great for the human soul. All us surfers, we know that. That's why we leave our life in America, move here, or you know, we're obsessed with surfing. You're so right. You're, you're so right on that point because it has an effect that's life changing. I quit playing baseball. I was supposed to like go do something with that, try to go be pro. Mm -hmm. It's a surf. I'm not built for surf. I'm not even that good at it. I do it all the time. Yep. You are hurt and don't even surf as much for yourself, but you're in the water with the kids and you're still getting fulfillment through that. They're getting a recuperation that nobody really expected or maybe or was suspect of at first. Mm -hmm. You're saying that's now engaging because when I first brought you up to people, we first did the first episode or two, people would be like, I get it. The water's good. The ocean's good. But I mean, really, they're taking kids surfing. You like surfing. I get it. But let's just call it what it is. Mm -hmm. That was the naysayers. Yep. And then you're growing and with confidence, you're saying there's actual real stuff behind this oh, in yeah. addition to all the other benefits, which are fine too. I mean, you put it this way. Uh, when, when I first started, there's naysayers all over the place, right? Some of my, you know, best and closest friends were naysayers and, and still have a few of them. Today. I want you to elaborate on that though so people listen. We've already covered what you do. People know that. I want to hear like yeah. that for the people out there who, how did you face it? How do you feel about it now? And what, like, what do you have to say to people who are listening right now saying, I don't know. I've had strong conviction in this since day one because I grew up with undiagnosed ADHD and this helped save my life. This is the first time where I get in the water, everything slows down. I feel happier. So I knew it worked. I just had to share this gift with other kids. And now that we've had over 3,000 families under our belt, now the naysayers are like, whoa. And we're working with universities like Brown University's medical school now. We're giving presentations there. We're working with the doc doctorate program at Johnson Wales University. We have surf instructors that are med students at Harvard University. These are some of the best medical schools in the country and they're wanting to work with us is it safe to say this door has closed because off camera whenever we talk and you were the personal side of it i, I i'm always real interested in the yep. struggle i know what it's like to move to a weird country and do weird things yeah you're in your own country but doing something weird yep uh so i like seeing that unfold are you saying like you you can effectively close the door on the nace that angle of nace yeah i mean it was a huge struggle uh, the whole time, you know what I mean? And it, it was troubling to me. 
uh, emotionally. I mean, when we do these interviews and podcasts, everything's got to be positive. And well, uh, not in this episode. We're yeah, being, we're being pretty yeah. So uh, yeah, I've struggled, man. It, it's been tough to get to where we're at today. But yeah, that door has slammed shut, in my opinion. Uh, we have some great corporate sponsors. We have some great foundations. We're about to partner, hopefully, with CBS and big corporations like that. Uh, we already have Matuk, who's just an amazing. Uh, you mentioned them last time. Yeah, CEO. I mean, he he's literally gives us cash. He gives us product, which is luxury linens, to give out to our kids, and he matched our Giving Tuesday. Uh, campaign this year in which we brought in $36,000 in one day and match that, that that goes up to 70 that, that helps us in turn do these huh. projects and programs yeah that's how you're growing so the door has shut on that and and we've done the research we'll be published in the global journal of community psychology practice next year and what what we're finding is this like totally trumps um the numbers that pharmaceutical companies are getting for their chemical well, now you're Now someone's going to shoot you. We got to so, edit that part No, out. it's all right. I mean, <laughs> they can come shoot me if they want. I'm, I'm not going anywhere. I truly feel like uh, this is a God-given talent that I have to work with these kids and, and teaching other instructors. And we, we have over 20 paid instructors in the water back home now. Um, when it started with just me roughly four years ago. All right, talk me through the temperatures though, because it's cold back home. Yes, yes. So uh, we surf primarily from May through October back home. Uh, we do things a little different than any other surf therapy organization. We're not event-based, so um, we're surfing every day, individual lessons. And we do about anywhere from 25 to 40 individual lessons on a daily basis. And then on Saturday and Sundays, we do hold free events for kids, for the community to just come. And so same thing, that's the beauty of what you're doing. You don't need a big event for your yep. students personally and your athletes. Correct. That's, that's kind of cool because around surf, especially from the East Coast, if you have to schedule a day for surf, the East Coast doesn't really have waves all that often no. anyway. So it's really tough to coordinate all yeah. these things. You're, for you, that's part of why a surf themed Sport actually works for you because you're just that consistent. You don't need big waves. No, we don't need big waves what we do and just to put it in, in to Comparison we have over 50 to 75 season passes already sold for next summer. So that's over I mean, Rough math in my head close to a thousand lessons already on the books for, for next season over 35 camps we'll be doing uh, over 10 week-long camps with different organizations. So we've become, you know, and, and to be from Rhode Island and say this is like, wow, because surfing's not a thing in New England, right? Not, it's not well, like here. To no diehard surfers it is, to, to mainstream populace, certainly not. And then also bringing someone who has physical challenges is now converting to athlete of a sport that doesn't even seem to make sense. Like it's, yep. it's just a really interesting gig you got going on. To me, the ocean is a great equalizer. And that's what people like, they come and they're like, how are these kids going surfing? I'm like, well, the ocean provides them a safe space to be able to do things they can't do on land. Like somebody with cerebral palsy, land is constant. It's hard. They're walking, they're going to be thrown off. In the ocean, the ocean gives. The ocean loves. 
uh, and and they're able to to adapt to where now the ocean is the equalizer for them and they're doing things that they can't do on land. People are no longer looking at them like they have yeah. a disability. They're looking at them like, wow, look at that kid surf. And that's given them that sense of freedom and self-expression that they don't encounter on land. On land, they're on a wheelchair. In the ocean, the wheelchair disappears. and they feel at home and and that's the special part about this is that's what the parents are speaking for us because we're giving their child an opportunity to totally feel free a safe space without judgment a place where they can come and build a community of friends where it's a lot more difficult on See, land almost damn near impossible in some cases yep like that's wow awesome just fantastic. I, I'm speechless. I don't have anything to add or even ask. It's just beautiful, man. Thanks yep. for what you're doing. Lighter note. No Sara shirts. You have different models of shirts for different yes. locations. Yes. Walk us yes. through your inventory, man. Yeah, man. Uh, we, we work with uh, local artists. That was actually a local artist here in No Sara um, that helped design cool. that shirt. But uh, we try to be fun and, and we're trying to build a brand and not so much a nonprofit, so to say, because we want people to know what we stand for. And what we stand for is inclusion, love, kindness for all kids. Uh, so we got ET shirts, we have, you know, our logo shirts that people love. Um, we go through quite a large stock every year, so to say. Marketing, branding, you've always had a you're so good at things I'm so bad at. Mm -hmm. What's that all about, man? Like, why are, you, why are you laser focused on foundation type stuff like that? Because you gotta, you gotta build the brick strong because if there's any turbulence, that house needs to be able to withstand that. And uh, I've always focused in on the brand hard at first because I, I want people to see and recognize what we stand for. Not just, we're not just surfers. We're not just like these guys trying to live the dream of surfing. And people know that we stand for community, we stand for kindness, we stand for inclusion and acceptance. So much so that we're starting to venture off into mountain biking and skateboarding and so on and so forth. So uh, snowboarding a little bit. Um, so all came from a great foundation yeah. to get to these new levels and angles mm -hmm. and chapters of your existence. Yep. Hey, what do you want people around Nosara to know? Or what do you need from people in Nosara? Use we, this platform to tell us what's up. We want to find, what I find in Costa Rica is there's like not many services for kids with autism here locally. This idea began with me bringing families from the U.S. here and that will always continue because they need this beautiful space to get some wellness. But we want to also be here to help support some of the, the local families who do have uh, children, uh, autistic children, children with Down syndrome, children who have some anxiety issues or ADHD. We want to at least try to have one local camp every, uh, I say winter, my winter back home, summer here. Um, and we need volunteers and, and we just need people to help spread the word. Could those start this season? Yes, we're, we're, look, we're hoping to, I'm thinking, the weekend of February 18th to try to have oh, so a local sure. camp. Yeah, we're bringing our own team from back home. We'll have some surfers, but the more surfers we have, the better. Um, I get inquiries from all over the world, from Canada, um, all over the U.S. about coming here to Nosara, but I have constraints from my program back home. 
I'd like to have a trained local crew here as well that can cater to these families as they ask me to come down here. So if they come down, here. when you come down on February, a local group can learn from that yep. that model and the teachers that yeah. you do have. And, and we'll create, we want to create jobs for some of the locals as well, help train them in surf therapy um, in which they can handle some of the workload we have here. And I, I mean, let's face it, they're, they know the local ways better than I do. Um, so it's probably a better experience for the kids as well. But that's what we're looking to create here. Is, and uh, our families from back home, we're coming with a little team, so we can do that. But when I'm not here, I get inquiries all the time. And gratefully for your podcast as well, like people see uh, us on here, they wanna volunteer down here, they, they wanna bring their kids down here. So I would like to ha build a little more infrastructure around what we're doing here to better service the community as a whole. And when I say community, the gnome community. Uh, so to say. I get, uh, yeah, happy to help. Just uh, when you get those dates, let us know. Yeah, absolutely. I, th I think you're going to find a willing populace here as they're now starting to understand you. Yeah. And when it started, I said, this is, this is yeah. going to suck more than you, than you might want it to. Yes, and it did. <laughs> <laughs> the SAR is a gnarly place. People are like, who's this gringo coming on down here trying to like do some surf thing? But what we're doing is trying to build a community for our kids in a safe space. And that's why we're here, because people here in Osara are passionate. They, they, they do love, like, nonprofits and the wellness aspect and doing good, right? I, th I think you're going to have plenty of volunteers. We're trying well. to create more opportunity for, for people here in Osara. We're not trying to have this, like, big resort or anything like that where it's going to make the waves more crowded. We're just trying to give this wellness, healing, innovative intervention to kids, yeah. um, the locals are going to dig it. They're going to get back. I'm telling even the like the local populace. It won't yeah. just be, it will it won't just be English speakers. Like yeah. there's a, there's a lot of local people who love to give back once they understand what it's about. Yeah, and and we want to service the local population too. So if there's kids that you know are, are artistic or Down mm -hmm. syndrome here in the community, we want to work with them when we're here. I don't want to be bored, you know. Um, <laughs> so actually, at three o'clock today, I'll be giving a lesson. Um, to a local as well. So uh, I'd like to have more of that while I'm here and we're not hosting our family, so. All right, all right, well, people heard it. Um, anything else you wanna get out there? Yeah, man, I, I, I appreciate the Nosara community. I'm thankful and grateful for being here and, and uh, for the community welcoming us. I uh, just want them to embrace us more and get involved, you know, get involved with us and, and uh, help us build this further for kids locally and internationally. All right. Well, Happy Camp Plane is taking off this season with an actual event in February. Let us know the dates. We'll find some volunteers. We'll spread it. And then is it just February? Or are you open to doing some more stuff down here this year throughout the year? Oh, I'm open to doing more stuff throughout the year. Like I said, we've built a little crew. Now I have uh, a really talented surf instructor from California. I have uh, some young kids from back home that will be coming with me and also someone from the Texas area who are all talented and, and trained in what we do. So I just would like to keep spreading that and create more of an infrastructure here. Welcome back, buddy. Thanks, absolutely, man. Cheers.